When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to the Coast to Coast podcast, live here from Southern California. I'm your co-host, Beyond 716, along with the myth, the legend, who needs no introduction. 2K, how are you? I'm doing great, man. How are you? How's everything going? I'm doing well, thanks, man. Just living the dream out here on the West Coast. How about over there? Hey, man, it's great. It's great. I can't complain. Can't complain at all, um, you know. Hey, man, it's about that time. Can you believe it? What tomorrow is the Hall of Fame game? I mean, I know it's not the Bills, but I mean, it felt like forever that we were talking, you know, about the season and, you know, after the draft and just recapping that to death. And and here we are, right? I mean, the Bills are about a week away. Pads are on. So we got a lot to get to today. So you, you could definitely feel it in the air. I wish I could be at camp this year, but one of these years we'll get out there, Will. One of these years. Yeah, I'm I'm actually I'm actually gonna uh take 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 uh the mayor of Bill's Mafia, LeSean. I'm gonna take him up uh, on his offer. I'm gonna go out there um in a couple of oh actually I think he's gonna be out there on the fourth. I don't know. I may or may not be uh okay. out there this weekend. I'm not sure yet, but uh, all right. God, I'm I'm glad you brought up camp, but before we get to that, man, sure falls tomorrow night, brother. You ready? I'm ready. Yeah, just just to see. You know what? It's just that first taste of football, right? Well, I mean, yeah. there's not a lot we're really going to take from the game. Hopefully, a couple things we can uh, discuss about the Jets or or the Browns. It's the Browns, right? They're playing the Browns tomorrow night, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's the Jets so, and the Browns. So I mean, mm-hmm. not not the greatest teams in the world. You know, I'm gonna kind of crap on one of the division rivals, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> Uh, you know, they both hey, have it. They're they're both going to be pretty interesting for different reasons. Obviously, with Deshaun Watson getting a full season, you know, we can't forget how you know he was on his path to becoming an elite quarterback in this league. A lot of a lot of casual fans have forgotten that, right? With all the things going on around him, so we'll see how that works out. And are we going to see Aaron Rodgers tomorrow night? Do you think that's going to happen, or you think they're going to? I think I think you I think you have to see Aaron Rodgers for at least a series. I would be surprised if he doesn't play at least mm-hmm. a series. Um, you know they're they're bringing a lot of new pieces. They're trying to gel, get a lot of things gelled together, and they got to get it done very very quickly. They got the Bills Week One, man. That's not a tough. That's not an easy game. So they got a lot no. to do, and they got to do it quickly. Because you know we we've talked about it. The Bills are a team that has a lot of continuity. Okay, we have lost some pieces, as we know, with Jermaine Edmonds and our defensive coordinator, et cetera. But the general core is has been with us for several years now, from Bean to McDermott down to quarterback to left tackle, some other key positions, you know, digs. So they're playing a team that's – they're going to be – we're going to be firing all cylinders week one. I don't think the Bills are going to have a lot of rust, per se. Right, you know, with the continuity. I mean, maybe there's gonna be certain players like Kincaid, you know, rookies that are gonna have to get their feet wet. First NFL game, the Jitters, New York, Monday night, nine eleven. But you know, other than that, you're right. The Jets probably have more to work through and they probably will should be playing more of their starters a little longer than we would. One hundred percent, man, one hundred percent. Um, 
we we've been watching the videos from training camp. We've been hearing the people uh, that have been attending training camp, and they've been saying it's pretty much the same thing. Kincaid looks great. Um, the offensive line is the is is a work in progress. The defense looks like it's ahead of the offense, so we expect that around this time of the year. Um, but some of the things that we thought were going to happen going into this year are actually happening. You got um, you got you got a lot of guys that are getting first team reps that they said they were going to utilize. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. you know, I'm just I'm 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 just looking forward to it. I'm just looking forward to to getting back to, to absolutely to football. You know, we we heard it last year. Remember, Mookie was talking about it. How or even Dawson Knox said they were running some more twelve personnel last year, and then we got away from it after OJ Howard experiment was a failure. Now we're seeing it more. So you know, maybe we're going to see a little bit more of what Ken Dorsey brings to the table, right? We all know that the lights are going to be bright on him this this year. Right. He was a coaching candidate for a head coaching job out there. But, you know, we saw some bumps in the road. Like if you really paid attention like we did. Right. Whittle, especially in the second half of the season, I I feel like, you know, he's one of the I think he's one of the people on this organization that has the most pressure going in through 2023. Yeah, my biggest thing is uh, my biggest thing, 100 percent is, is Spencer Brown. Um mm-hmm. You know, I, I I like what I'm hearing from training camp as far as Dorsey's concerned. They're using motion. They're getting guys out in space. They're being creative. They're using a lot of their weapons. I need Spencer Brown to have a good year. I need him to be a top 40 tackle in this league. <laughs> I need him to be a top 40 tackle. Um, I, you know, that's that's a very realistic projection whittle it's not like you're asking him to be top 10 right we're not asking him to be top five we're not even asking him to be top 25 i mean could you give us average i mean we'll take average at this point and that's and that's the whole point that's the whole point i, I need him to just 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 give just give josh something to work with because last year we really got nothing out of him and we got nothing out of uh we got nothing out of saffold yep and i don't know too many super bowl champions that get nothing out of two positions on your offensive line like well, in terms since, of being Cincinnati, one of the worst, right? You yeah, know, that's, Cincinnati almost did it, man. They they, they did. did they but did. We're gonna, get, we, we're gonna save the Cincinnati uh talk for another episode because oh, we're yeah. gonna dive into Cincinnati real soon. Trust <laughs> better me. Book. I've been doing oh. I've been doing my research, so we we're gonna dive into Cincinnati real soon. I'll be ready for that one, I guarantee you. I can't wait oh, to yeah. hear your analysis on that one. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. yeah, it's I mean, but some of the you know, some of the camp battles, I mean, I guess I don't even know if call them battles, I mean you know, we, we've heard some talk about Dane Jackson getting more reps over Elam in practice. I mean, do you put a lot of stock into that? Or do you think, are they showcasing Dane a little bit? Are they just trying to figure out what they got? Or what? Do you, what or are they sending Elam a message? Or you think there's... I, I, well, okay. So this is where I'm at. They drafted Elam, in my opinion. Elam was not the guy they wanted. In my opinion, the guy they wanted was Trent McDuffie. Okay. Uh, they didn't get Trent McDuffie. Um, so they took the next available corner, not the next best player on their draft board, but the next best corner on their draft, and that was Elam. I personally would not have gone that direction because he comes from a straight man system, not a I'm sorry, hold on one second. Absolutely. So as Whittle goes, so yeah, I'll, be, will... I'll be right back. Absolutely. Take your time, man. So we'll come back to Elam versus Dane Jackson and kind of get into that. So, you know, I mean, it's really good to hear a lot of stuff from camp. I mean, that's positive or negative. I, I try not to get to, I try to stay even keel, right? Because like Alan Iverson always said, we're talking about practice, folks. I mean, we're not talking about in-game stuff. I mean, it's rare that, you know, I've never seen Patrick Mahomes after Super Bowl say, wow, what we did in training camp without pads on, that was the whole key, right? Everything, I mean, there's I mean, there's little things you take from it, of course, but so as Whittle returns, so I was filling the air with some, <laughs> some talk, Whittle, just some, uh, just rambling for about a minute. So welcome back. Okay, where do we leave off at? Oh, I think so I yeah, we, well, we were talking, yeah, a little bit about Elam versus Dane. You know, we've heard a lot of, we see tweets. Of course, we've been in spaces. We've heard things. I, I think it's some of it's a little overreaction, but, I mean, do you think they're just sending him a message or 
that doesn't no, mean- I, I, I think I think that Elam, I think Elam's natural ability shows on the f- football field. I think on the, on the football field, he's he he's the best player. He's the best corner we have outside of Trey. Like mm-hmm. when Trey's at the top of his game, Trey's a, Trey's a, a top five guy. We know that. I mean, 20, 2019, first team All Pro. Twenty twenty, second team All Pro. Twenty twenty one, he was playing. I mean, he was playing uh, at a high level. He probably would have been an All Pro had he not torn his ACL against New Orleans. Um, so, you, you know. I don't think that they're trying to send Elam a message. I think that they're not seeing what they want to see out of him in practice. So mm-hmm. Dane is a practice guy. Dane has been here for was this four years now? I think he's in no, I think this is his fifth year. So yep. Dane is just Dane has been around. He knows what they, the coaches are looking for. He knows the system. He knows what's expected of him. Christian Benford is going to be better um in practice than than Elam is because he knows. Uh, how to play his own system. He, he's been mm-hmm. doing that since college, since Villanova. So it's not a situation that Elam is not playing well. Mm-hmm. It's just a foreign concept to him. Like when you first yeah. learned how to drive, man, like you didn't jump straight on the highway. So, you know, you can't expect, uh, I'm not expecting Elam in his second year of ever playing zone to be, um, you know, fully, fully, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, fully comfortable in that system. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not expecting it. Um, Definitely. But I will say this: uh, when Week One gets here and we got to go up against Garrett Wilson, I need Elam on the field. I yep. need Elam. I need him on the field because I need to make sure that if Trey can't, for whatever reason, if Trey's not ready to get that to to take on a guy like that at that level. I want Elam on him. Elam's a bigger corner. I want Elam on. I want Elam on him or Lazard. Mm-hmm. You know, but Absolutely. at the end of the day, man, Elam's not bad depth to have. He's not bad depth to have. Um, and you know, if we can and bring some, him off the bench and we're winning, yeah. I, I don't care. And some other corners take time. I mean, to develop too, right? And we got to remember, we, we don't have Leslie Frazier this year. Now it's another court. I mean, granted, it's McDermott. Right. But for Elam, he had Leslie Frazier in his ear last year. Now he's got McDermott this year. You think we're going to play the same amount of zone under McDermott that we did under Leslie Frazier? Or do you think maybe it changes up a little bit? No, I think we still play zone. I think we still play a good amount of zone. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the zone will be a little more aggressive. Uh, if you pay attention, if you've been paying attention to what's been going on in training camp, these guys are running stunts at the defensive line. Um, they're using they're using their linebackers and 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 slot guys to uh, to bring added pressure. Um, I've even heard talks of I've even heard mention, rumblings of of dime packages featuring uh, Demar Hamlin and uh, or uh, Taylor Rapp. So you know all, all of these all of these things are um, they're, they're good they're, they're good they're good signs that. The, the front office, the coaching staff recognize what's been going on over the last three years has not been good enough, especially from the defense. Um, it hasn't been good enough. So we got to, you know, we got to, we got to step it up. We got to pick it up. And the unit that needs to do that is the defense. 2021, 2021 defense gives up 18.4 a game in the regular season. They give up 29, 29 and a half in the postseason. 2022, the uh, regular season, they gave up 19.1 yards in the regular season and in the postseason, 29, uh, 29 per game. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a yards. I meant points. I didn't, I didn't mean yards. I meant points. But yeah, they got to step it up, man. It, when it counts is when it counts. Conversely, the Cincinnati Bengals gave up, uh, what was it, 19.4, 19.6 per game, something like that. And mm-hmm. in the playoffs, 16.1 big difference that was last year big difference yeah what, what could what could josh do with a defense that's given up under 20 points you know I what agree. i'm saying think about i agree that. with you yeah like we we needed the, our defense to punch since the mouth a little bit last year to start that game and they they did ju- it was just the opposite i mean before you could blink it was 14 nothing it felt like it right and then from there you just felt the wind at, knocked right out of our sails so we yeah we don't need our defense to be world beaters in the in the postseason whittle we just need something close to what we're used to right even if it's 23 a game 22 a game i keep us in that 
general vicinity, right, against the best teams, right? Give us that chance. Make those plays when it counts. I mean, you yeah, know, because you, you know Mahomes is going to get his, right? You, you know, you're not going right. to stop him. But, it, you know, right. like we've done against him in the regular season in Kansas City, right, where Mahomes has had his moments, but we've come up with plays when we needed to. Yeah, and and the other thing is, you know, you don't want to keep wasting these performances from Josh, man. Like, no, you, you know, that that the 20, 2021, man, what a, like, he was playing out of his mind, and that was just a waste, man. I think he had like nine touchdowns, no interceptions, no turnovers, something crazy like that. So, I, you know, like, we don't want to keep wasting. Those, you know, man. you know what? You know those years. You remember when you think about the history of football? Those years where quarterbacks have that postseason, right? You know what I mean? Like Joe Montana. You think about Tom Brady's, and you think about the greats. Josh was on that path. You could see it, right? If he could have gotten over that game. And, you know, maybe we would have struggled with the Bengals more than we realized, but I think we would have won that game at home. I just felt like that team was prime to take to take it from Cincinnati. That could have been, we look back and say, one of the most epic runs in postseason history, and the defense took it away from us, really. I hate to do this, man. I hate to do this, but I got to do, I got to, I got to do it. I got to bring up the injuries, man. I got to bring up the injuries, man. Trey White plays that game, we don't lose. We don't no, I agree. Lose. Listen, you know what? Injuries, you know, some fans look at it as, oh, it's just, you're just making excuses or whatever. But when you have multiple le- injuries to multiple levels of the defense like we've had right, over the last right. couple of years, right? It's not, right. you know, it's one thing if you're missing like a left guard or something, right? You can, you know, but we had, I mean, Von Miller out, right? I'm, I know you go back to 2021, but just, you know, Von Miller, Jordan Poyer basically playing with one arm, right? Micah Hyde out the whole season, We've had, you know, we never, I felt like we were just never comfortable last year. You know, Deion Dawkins said something before camp last year. He said, you know, as a professional, you're used to repetition, right? That's what it's kind of like. Like when you start your season, it's almost like when you start that first year of college, Whittle, right? Or, or high school, you, know, you get your your syllabus and, and you got your, your plan of attack. Okay, I got my classes yeah. here and I got my things here. And when things are just a little bit off, like with the snowstorms and the, and the DeMar Hamlin issue and the injuries, right? They just never, you can never really get in that rhythm consistently. I don't, I don't think that could be overstated. It's not an excuse. It's not the only reason Cincinnati beat us or whatever, but I, I just, I can't overlook it. No, you're right, man, 100%. And, um, you know, which is why training camp is super important. Um, and, you know, we, you know, obviously the Bills are not the only ones going through training camp. Uh, the rest of the league's doing it as well. Um, and just to talk about some, uh, you know, some other training camps that come up, come to mind, man. I, if you, did you did you see any of uh, Seattle? Seattle's training camp so far? A little bit. Uh, JSN has been blowing people away a little. Bro, I mean, his, his ability to, to run routes is going to make him a staple at that at that second or third wide receiver in Seattle for a number yeah. of years. Um, I, I, I love it. I like I love what I'm seeing out of that. Um, and the Jets, like, the, the Jets have had a up and down uh uh, training camp so far, you know, you have Aaron Rodgers, and you mm-hmm. have a lot of the guys, you know, um, the offensive line, you have some issues there. Um, the defense is, is playing well. The defense, you know, they, they got a kid named Tony Adams that, that looks like he's probably going to end up starting and taking that free safety role. Mm-hmm. Another one of those, another one of those defensive backs out of Illinois, man, I'm telling you, Washington is, is defensive back University West. And Illinois is defensive back University East. I'm wow. telling you, they they are putting out they they they're putting out a lot of talented kids. Um, and then Chiefs camp, the Chiefs camp has been like an MMA match, man. I mean, they're <laughs> fighting every. It's like they're fighting every day. Every yeah, you think they day. you think they'd be the uh, the definition of continuity? Hey, we have a Super Bowl. We're off a Super Bowl championship and. The only thing connecting is Travis Kelsey's hands to his teammates, man, because he's just throwing punches every day, man. It's 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 yeah. very it's very different, and I think it's not what you're used to. But that to me tells me the impact or the void that's left that that's there from when Eric Bieniemy left. Because when that's Eric Bieniemy was there, there was none of that. You didn't you didn't see that. You didn't hear about it. It was nothing. Yeah. Um, they still you don't know, have I, Chris Jones. Yep. 
it's a lot, man. It's a lot going on there. The enemy's not talked about enough, right? I know Andy Reid, Andy Reid this, Andy Reid that. I understand that, right? It's like, it's like even Leslie Frazier too. Like we have to acknowledge. Like I know I've confidence McDermott can do it, but same thing with Andy Reid. Like we don't. You know, the enemy was there for quite a while. He's there for a reason, right? So, okay, he hasn't gotten the head coach job yet. They're hard to get, first of all. But yeah, I think now that he's going to Washington, he's going to prove himself. You watch what he does in Washington this year. And then he'll he'll he has to prove it on his own merit to kind of get a like Reed's been good for him in a way, but he needs to get away from that shadow and say, hey, don't forget about me. I I know something about offense here. So, like you said, the enemy he, he was tough on on Mahomes, and that that's what he needed. So, or yeah, that you was know, that was one of the things that Mahomes brought up when they mm-hmm. interviewed him right after winning the Super Bowl. He was saying that he was hugging Eric enemy and they they talked to him. They said, Mahomes, you know, can you? He t- talked to us about this guy right here, and he said, "Man, I love him. You know, he's 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 hard on me. He ke- he makes me accountable. He keeps us all accountable." He said, "But I love him for it because it makes me a better player. It makes me a better man." And you can see that they're already missing that in their training camp. That's right. You know, some of the best coaches sometimes they're not friends with the players, right? But they also re- they may not like them, but they may respect them. Absolutely. I mean, you know, my my uh, you know, just real quick, my uncle worked worked with a guy who owned the car dealership played with the giants for 10 years and i asked him about bill parcells right and he goes oh i i, I hated the sob i couldn't stand he was just going on a tangent hated him but so then i said but would you but he said the reason why i hated him is that he wanted to prove him wrong every sunday for all the crap he was saying during the week right so and i said would you play for him again he said yeah i'd, I'd run through walls for him if i had to like see he didn't they weren't lovely friends or anything but he respected the the world out of what he did for his career. So that's, you know, there, there is a fine line that coaches, like you don't always want to be buddy, buddy with them. Right. Like you, you, that could get you in trouble as nice as it sounds like, Oh, you know, everybody's going to be buddy, buddy and all this. You want that accountability. You want your, you want to make those players held accountable for the, for their benefit. Now, 100%, 100%. And, um, you know, you got to take it easy in training camp, man. Uh, cause the next thing we got to talk about, man, is injuries, 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 injuries. Um, this has been an eventful week, man. Uh, well, actually the last, I wouldn't even say it was just a week over the last like eight to 10 days, man. Jalen Ramsey goes down. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow goes down. Both guys carted off the field. The Darius Tony goes down. Mm-hmm. He's hurt. Um, and I, I feel like I'm missing somebody else. Didn't Denver have a wide receiver, a torn Achilles? Tim Patrick, uh, man. Tim Patrick, yeah. I was so hurt, bro. Tim I Patrick know. lost all of last year to the ACL. Mm. Works his way back, comes to training camp, blows the or, or was it the Achilles last year? I think it was the Achilles last year. Comes back, gets to camp, blows the ACL. So. Because, you know, it is little, like a lot of fans don't realize the work that goes by. They think these guys just take it off all season. They're they're partying it up or doing whatever, right? You don't know the, the, the amount of work they're putting in behind the scenes, right? And and just the mental part of it, right? You know, you're trying to come back for that injury and then it happens again or it's something different. You know, that's why I always tell the, you know, that's why I always say, Whittle, when, when players want money, I'm good. Like, I understand it, right? Because... You just damn, don't. Damn. I, I know it's a lot of money, but you just don't know how long it's going to last. Yeah. And you got to remember, when you're 28, 30, you got all this money. It's great, but you're only 28, 30. And then you got to go into the real world. It's like, what do I do now? Right. Not every player's got a Fox analyst job waiting for him after they retire. So, well, yeah, one so. more injury we got to speak on mm-hmm. is uh, Josh Allen got his leg wrapped up in practice, yes. man. Yeah. That ran into who, who, who ran into him? Was it Poyer? Yes. I no, it was, no, it wasn't. No. It was Taron Johnson. It was Taron Johnson. Yes, Taron Johnson, my mistake. Yes. TJ, man, get it together, bro. What are you doing, man? You I know. Hurt, <laughs> you can't hurt the you can't hurt the main guy, man. But, nah, but you know, you know, Whittle, if you watch the Joe Burrow injury, did, uh, you watched how he rolled to his right. I mean, it was just a casual looking play, and you, it could have been his Achilles, just like that, right? So listen, like, so they're saying it's Taron, a calf issue. They're saying it's a cap issue, right? Now, we did some research on Twitter. You know, you know the guys, they, they do their oh, yeah, do. Do research thing. There are two NFL teams that have MRI capabilities at yeah. their facility. Dallas is one of them. Not Cincinnati is the other. 
Cincinnati. That surprises yes, me. Me too. Yeah. yeah. They, you would think they you think they're poor, but I mean they, they got that. So yeah, compared to other ones in this league. Yeah. Where's the MRI? Where like if you're telling me it's a calf issue, cool, no problem. Where's the MRI saying that it's just an issue and it's not a tear? It's not a calf tear, it's not a strain, it's mm. not something worse. Where is it? You haven't seen anything. Wow. They're being very tight-lipped about that. And when you're tight-lipped about that, it makes me think that there's something more working here. Yes, you really haven't heard a lot, right? It, you know, a player no. of that stature, you figure it'd be everywhere, right? You'd see all kinds yeah. of reports about it. You're right, it's been really tight-lipped. So you wonder if they're just holding their collective breath and doing second opinions or they're really trying to figure out what's going on. I mean, I hope not, right? I don't. We don't want right. to see the best players out because we went through that last year and, you know, you – I want to see Josh versus Burrow in the title. If we play him in the title game, I want those two on the field. I want to beat them with Burrow. I don't want to beat them with who, who I'd be, mean, who is even their backup? That's the craziest part. I can't even remember who the Bengals back. I have, I have, oh, Tr- uh, Simeon. Trevor oh, Simeon. Trent Simeon. Oh, Simeon from Denver. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, so my, my thing is this like, uh, if what I worry about, it's not whether or not Burrow comes back. I think no matter what it is, if, if it's a calf tear or it's a strain or something like that, he can come back at some point this season. I'm not worried about that. As long as it's not an Achilles or ACL or somewhere, it's going to require him to lose, you know, nine months or more. Um, yeah. He comes back. We're, we, we're fairly confident in that. Um, the problem for the Bengals to me is that how many games do you lose because he's not there? And this is not the year where you can give away games, right? No. The The Browns are better. Have you watched the Steelers in training camp? Did you <laughs> see the you. one hand? Did you see the one hand grab off that tight coverage from Joey Porter Jr. Uh, that the Pickens made? Like unbelievable. My jaw. Yeah, not much makes my jaw drop anymore. Whittle, right? We see right. so that right. catch. Oh, I was like. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a dog, man. He's a dog. And that sure picket that picket to pickens connection is gonna be is gonna be lethal for for a very long time. I'm hope yep. I hopefully they can keep those guys together. Um right. but this is not a year that you can give games away. Miami's better. Uh the yep. Jets are better. The whole North is good. Uh yep. the Titans are going to be better. I got the Titans winning that division. The Titans you are gonna be better. Jacksonville Jaguars are 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 good, uh, and then out west you expect Denver to be better because mm-hmm. of Sean Payton. You yep. expect the Chargers to be a playoff team again. They got Kellen uh, Kellen Moore at OC, uh, mm-hmm. and and then there's and there always is the Chiefs. So, you know, I think I just ran off about ten teams, man. That's like most of the AFC is pretty good. So you it's can't that. really, and and even even the Patriots, who I didn't mention. Well, one game out of playoff, out of the playoffs last year, and they mm-hmm. got uh, Bill O'Brien back at at at, uh, at the offensive coordinator. So the offense is going to look better. The offense is going to be better than what it was. So oh, yeah. you know, I, like there's a lot of teams you can't afford to give games away. And I, not I mean, yeah, just um the Bengals' first two games, they got they're at Cleveland, not going to be a gimme, right? You know, Cleveland's going to be pumped for that. Then they got Baltimore coming in. Right, fresh off. Cleveland, the last Cleveland, Cleveland plays them tough all the time. No, they have they yes. like how we how it is with us in the Jets. That's yep. how it is for them with Cleveland. Like Cleveland just plays them tough no matter what. Oh yeah. So you're right. You can't give those games away. You you and I are very much on the same page with Tennessee. I no team lost more man games 339 than Tennessee did last year. People forget a lot of fans forget that. I know they got Tannehill. I know you know their quarterback situation isn't the best, but kind of like with New England, Whittle, good coaching, right? defense is solid right they could run the ball by default you could win nine games like that in this league like you really can right not, not, whether you could take mention, the next step is the, is the uh, is the question as you were saying right sorry not to mention they got hopping they got d hop now so big move. you pairing yeah. you pairing d hop with Traylon burks and 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 kyle phillips kyle phillips short you know smaller shifty slot receiver out of ucla i want to say then yes. Kyle Phillips went to UCLA. Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. I mean, mm-hmm. the kid is already demanding double teams. Um, and you know, I'm not gonna butcher the tight end's name, but the kid is like 6'3, 240, and he ran like a 
445, 448, something, something weird like that wow. as a tight end. Yeah, as a tight end. Not oh, by the way, they still have Derrick Henry. Um, and they drafted Ty J Spears, the kid out of Tulane. So that offense, they revamped that offensive line. They went out and got some free agents. They went out, they made some uh, draft additions. Peter Stronsky is 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 down there now. So they're gonna be tough, man. That play action game is gonna be available. D Hop catches everything. Traylon Burks is a matchup nightmare, and he's even worse after the catch because he's tough to bring down. They were in a winning in situation in week 18 or week 17 last year with um not week 17, it's week 18, right? Yeah, with Jackson, despite despite all their problems, they were still had think, a chance. Yeah, yeah, they had a chance yep. at the end of the year to do it. So I, I think I they, they made some additions, man. That's a you good know team, man. You know, you know what the moral of the story really is at AFC? There's gonna be about four fran- I say about four franchises or so that are gonna be bitterly, bitterly, I mean bitterly disappointed this year right whether it's the jets i i feel like these are the teams that could be boomer bust the jets the broncos right the broncos you know don't sleep on them either they could surprise everybody and make a wild card right jacksonville's possible i i'm telling you as good as they they look in the future you just never know i mean if tennessee takes that division and they fall back at the wild card but so there's gonna be teams in the north and the east especially that I, I'm not sure who it's going to be. I, I really don't think it's going to be us. I think at worst, Buffalo could be 11 and six is kind of like what I feel, Whittle. Maybe, you know, I'm not even going to go as low as 10, but I'm saying, just, you know, everything being equal, relatively good health, 11's my low number for the Bills because our schedule is really rough oh, in the second half. Okay. I, that, that's the floor. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm not saying we're going like, to. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, man, I'm saying without major life. problems, without you know, with with relatively good health, and we have our core. I think eleven and six. I mean, we could dip, but still, here's the thing. I think we could be better built for the playoffs, even if we do that. With some of the upgrades we've made in the interior with our defense. Right, right, and and mm-hmm. my my thing is like I, I really think that this is a really good Buffalo team, yeah. like. When you, you look at the offense, you know, we were second in offense last year. We're returning most of those guys. We made additions on the offensive line, which was the weak point last year, at, um, especially like a left guard. We got better with our depth. Um, and then Don Kincaid, man, like he is catching everything. The kid does not drop the football. He's going to be a problem. He really is going to be a problem. Is they that had, a uh, sight? Is that a sight for our sore eyes, Whittle? After all the talk we uh, did about drop balls last year? <laughs> yeah, come, bro. Between between Kincaid and Sherfield, I am just over the moon. Like these guys are gonna catch the ball. They're gonna get both hands on it. And they're gonna keep, and they're not gonna drop it. Uh, Shakir's been looking great. Um, I've seen a couple of James Cook highlights from training camp. One happened to be a wheel route where he. Just smoked Mike Hyde, man. He just smoked him. So, but you know, I, I think yeah. this is a really good team, man. I think it's a really good team. I think we, re- I think we got a good thing going. Uh, yeah, but- I, I'm excited about the running game, especially the efficiency. I think what we could do, right? You know, we talked about it. You know, third down and two. I feel confident we could get three, four yards now to get those first downs, right? If we're if we're in a goal line situation, maybe we could give it to the old steady vet Latavius Murray, or we could give it to, you know, the cook. I mean, there's, there, you know, there's, there's a lot of options we have. And I feel like the, the upgrades in the interior line are going to show that. And again, that might take some time, you know, lines do take a little bit to gel. We got to keep that in mind, but compared to last year, I just don't see how it could be any worse going into the season. Even if McGovern takes a little time, even if, Oh, Torrance takes a little time, right? Well, I can't, even if Spencer Brown takes a little time, it's it's not going to be as worse as last year. It just isn't. And we still won 13 games. And that's yeah. why I don't understand this regression talk. I, I don't Bro, get it. We were a bottom five offensive line last year. Mm-hmm. So it, how, could it, how could it get much worse, right? I mean, the only place to go was up. So uh, that's right. And clearly the offensive line, works hand-in-hand with the running backs to get things moving. And running the football without Josh Allen is going to be extremely important this year. Speaking of running backs, our very own Naeem Hines is out for the year. 
bad accident. Mm-hmm. We talked about this last week. Uh, but there are some issues. There's a contract dispute between him and the Buffalo Bills. Um, I have not looked at the language of the contract. I don't think I don't know if anybody has, but um, yeah. I I hate to see this part of the business because yeah. this is not his fault. It's not like he was on a motorcycle doing something stupid. You know, he's on vacation sitting on a jet ski and somebody crashes into him and ruins his ruins his season, man, like before the season even starts. So Absolutely. you know I I don't know if Naheem Hines is I don't know how this is gonna shake out. I am wishing I am wishing for the best for him and I do mm-hmm. want him to get paid. Like I'm on the Agreed. side in these situations, I'm on the side of the player getting Agreed. paid because it's yeah. not his fault. Totally. But you know there's gonna be you're right. There's I I feel like they're gonna try to find that happy medium for him somewhere. And again, this is without no like even if there is something in, in the contract, maybe there could be a okay, yeah, it's there, but it wasn't completely your fault. Maybe we can meet in the middle because you know precedents are going to be set. Other owners are going to be watching. We know how, you know how greedy billionaires. They don't become billionaires by being charitable all the time, little right. We we know that already, unfortunately. Right? It's just no, the way that, the world that's works. a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, right? I mean that's you know when it's billionaires or it's billionaires, we know who's going to win that. But I just got to feel being a McDermott for like this is going to also test that culture that they talk about, right? Like, I, I feel like, and I, I think they passed a lot, but I think this situation is going to be looked at pretty closely, not just by other it, other teams. Like, how do we handle this situation if it comes up, right? Especially what if it's a higher profile player that's making 20 million, 30 million, right? Like, what if this happened to Tyree Kill, right? What if, what if happened to Diggs? Like, how do we handle that, right? You're talking a lot of money there. So I, I just hope at least... I would be stunned if the Bills don't do right by him. I would be surprised, but with the NFL, though, I always keep an open mind. You just never know. Sometimes things come out of left field that don't make sense. Right. So, right. You know, <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't be different than what we're currently seeing right now. Like if they did, if they did do naive dirty on the on the contract side of things. I, it wouldn't be different than what we're seeing right now. Joe Mixon had to take a cut to mm-hmm. a, a huge I mean, what was it four million dollars somewhere around yeah. there yep he's getting he took, uh yeah. yeah he took like a five million dollar four million dollar pay cut or something like that like it was a nuts he took a, yep. took a huge pay cut just to mm-hmm. get back on the team and, and and run it back for another year yeah. um i give him credit though Saquon, I mean, that's a, you know he doesn't get a lot of credit for that nationally right i mean we talk about oh aaron Rodgers took a pay cut aaron Rodgers took a pay cut well joe yeah. mixon did he cleared what four four point three for on their cap and he took an incentive deal too. I think he gets two million incentives that he can hit. Well, Mixon's a bad guy, though. That, that's true, that's, but he's a bad yeah. guy. So nobody, nobody cares if he loses out of a couple of million. Yeah. Well, at least he's got that reputation. He's done things that he's probably. I, I, you know, you never know. He, he might be a, a good person that's just made wrong decisions at times. He's got to get it straightened out. But you know what I mean. Maybe this is his way of getting back to that. Maybe he said, "Hey, I'm, I'm gonna." He's still he's still got a few years left in him. You know he's got to make good decisions now. Oh yeah, one, oh, yeah. one more bad uh, decision, you're out. And you know I'd rather have five billion or five point three billion than than zero and make a bad decision. So that's it. He, he yep. and he is he is a good player. Uh, yes, but some is. other guys that are some other guys that are you know at the running back position. It's a lot of turmoil in that position right now, man. Josh mm-hmm. Jacobs, no deal. I think he led the league in rushing yards last year. No deal. Zeke Elliott is still out there. Kareem Hunt's still out there. They're still free agents. Um, Saquon Barkley just signed a deal for mm-hmm. one year with the Giants for basically what he was going to get anyway from, from the franchise tag. Um, and then, but this, I, I think that was smart on his part. Um, this does allow, this does allow him to just play football and not worry about, um, contract negotiations going on throughout the year. It, it, mm-hmm. You don't have to answer any questions. It is what it is. It's done. He's here for a year. They can start this whole process over again next offseason. Um, Dalvin Cook, no deal still. like He's being pursued heavy by the Jets. He's being pursued heavy by Miami. Um, there's There was a little drama uh, on Twitter about that. His trainer mm-hmm. said, some, uh, said some things he probably shouldn't have said. <laughs> on Twitter and had to go back and delete the tweet. But, you know, you got to be careful, man. Like, 
when you're when you're high profile like that, whatever you tweet, it's gonna come back to bite you. Shoot, hey man, no matter you never know where we end up. I might have to answer for some tweets myself. In the you know, in the we know that. But you know what? Here's the, we got your back, Whittle. So don't you worry. I've changed, about it. people. I've changed. I promise. <laughs> a new and improved. I wouldn't even say improved, Whittle. A new Whittle turning over a new leaf. Yeah, Breaking man. news here on the on the Coast to Coast podcast. <laughs> man, we're all about peace, then. We're all about peace, man. Absolutely. Um, well, like Herm Edwards used to always say, "Don't press send." Right? He always said that all the time. Right? When it comes to like tweets and stuff like that, like yeah. always, you got to think about it before you send it. Sometimes, like I think I told you this: game days, you won't even see me on Twitter now. Or X, whatever they <laughs> want to call it, right? Because last year for that Baltimore game, I was on yep. a rampage, man. Rampage oh, yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah, and I, I said to myself, man, what an idiot I look like after we came back down 20 to 3 and got the win, right? Like, I just got to talk. I had to talk a few of y'all down, man, from the last Yeah, you, you talked me off after the Cincinnati year. game, too. You remember <laughs> I made that I made that window closed thing? <laughs> I made an avatar window closed. You, you sent me a message, take that down. <laughs> yeah, said, man. You know, he whittles right. What am I doing here? I'm just raging. So yeah. just, you know, it gets the best of us. It's what social media is about, right? I hate oh, losing man. too, man. Oh yeah, it's that that night. Oh man, I was stewing for hours. I just, you know, it, just, yeah. it for days really. So, Spe- speaking of losing, what are the Colts doing? I don't get it because you have this dynamic quarterback, right, and Anthony Richardson, who. Let's be honest, he's kind of like a Josh, right? I mean, he could be. He's got the golden arm, right? He could run. You know, he, he he's a playmaker. He, he You pair him with Jonathan Taylor. It's a, and why wouldn't they pay him with a, Anthony Richardson on a rookie deal? That's, that's what it's, I'm saying. It's the perfect combination, and you're messing with Jonathan Taylor. Like, why? You can pay this man. You can give him $40 million over four years. You can give him 45 over four years. You can give him. 50 over four years and pay 25 of it in year one. Yeah. Pay 25 of it in year one and yeah. then just trickle it down after that. However you want to do it, man, just figure out a way to get this man paid early so that way if you need to move off his contract in two years because of injury or whatever, you can and it's not a huge cap hit. Mm-hmm. Let me on. ask you a question. With, with these running backs, are owners... Now, listen, you know, analytics have taken over, right? We know that every sport, right? Are the owners colluding here a little bit? Are they all getting together to say, hey, we're not, we're just not going to pay these running backs premium price anymore? Is that, is that happening? Or is it just, or the GMs, you know, is it, or is it just a philosophical change we're seeing across the league? Do I think it's a byproduct of what the quarterbacks are getting paid? If anybody needs to band together, if the owners need to band together and do anything, is bring down this quarterback pay market because mm-hmm. if you're pay if you're so the the cap this year I think is two hundred and fifty eight million dollars, and mm-hmm. Justin Herbert just signed a deal for like fifty four. Mm-hmm. That's twenty percent of your cap on one player. Twenty. Yeah, that's crazy. When you're talking how many 20%. players, 50-plus on your – I mean, that's just incredible. Yeah. 53, 53 on the active roster, man. That's, yeah. You better that's be damn lot, sure you man. got the best – you got the right quarterback if you're going to start paying that money, right? I yeah. mean, thankfully we do. But if you're like, you know, certain teams that have those quarterbacks, like, ah, uh, you know, we don't know for sure. <laughs> like, Miami. Like, yeah. Miami. No, I, listen, I, I respect too. I like the kid. I like him. But do we really know – He's worth that elite money yet. We just don't know. No, we know we know we know he's not. We know you know you know you're not. So you're definitely you're saying no no way, right? Okay, I'm giving him a little bit of wiggle room, but I'm kind of on your side. But I'll I'll give him a chance this year. A full year of help. That's a conversation for another pod, but uh, bro, I I think we'll have to we'll have to bring somebody in for that quarterback. (laughs) Then you can take any top fifteen quarterback and plug them into Miami, and you'll be fine. You'll you'll get similar production. Might even be better. I don't. I'm. Uh, that's those those are decisions. These front offices, with like you said, yeah, that's a good point about the quarterbacks with the salaries. It's it leaves some of these teams in those really tough positions. Like like a Derek Carr is a perfect example too, right? Guy got paid. I I think Derek Carr is a pretty good quarterback, but he's just not. Listen, he's just not elite. Let's just be honest, right? So, but when you pay that kind of dime for that QB, it it, it hurts so many other things. 
Well, let's just let, you know, can we just say something else? Jim Mercy, he's a prick. Honestly, the guy, I can't stand him. I never liked him. I mean, if he didn't fall backwards into Peyton Manning, he may be the worst owner in sports, if you really think about it. Right? I mean, they really didn't think about it, right? They had Andrew Luck, too, man. Ran him into the ground, never gave him what he needed. You know, I mean, Peyton, like, they've gotten lucky with the picks. But other than that, what have the Colts really done, right? I mean, you know, they sometimes when you get the number one overall pick, that's important too, right? It's sometimes that's it's especially like you know, sport like the NBA, we talk about it, right? When you get the top pick is just as important as is how you get it or what you what you do. So yeah, I'm just let's just say I'm not a fan of Jim Mercy. I wish they would Dan Snyder him and get him out of the league. Eesh. Uh yeah, I don't I don't know if that's happening. But, yeah, um... it won't, but it should. It should at this <laughs> point. I just don't like what he said. I don't like what he did. The disrespect he showed Jonathan Taylor to me is if I were a player in that team, I'd be looking at my owner saying, what? Like, could you ever see Terry Pagula doing that? Could you ever see, right? I I just couldn't see it, right? It's just, it's a total disrespect to him. Yeah, 100%, man. Um, so uh, I, I don't know how that situation uh, fixes itself. I haven't really taken a ton of time to look to see where spots, like what spots would be the best for John. Yeah, where do you think he could end up? To go. Yeah, I'm. I'm... I want to say Tampa Bay. I was thinking Carolina, but they just signed. No, they no Carolina just signed Miles Sanders. Uh, he had fourteen hundred yards last year. Like they. That's they straight. They they are straight. Uh, Seattle's got a stable full of guys. They just drafted Zach Carbonet in the first round. San Fran, uh, Christian McCaffrey's there. I mean, the the Rams are going to be in cap hell for for a little bit. They got to do. They got they got some things they got to take care of. But um, hey, you got to mute up, bro. Um, I don't know what that is. I'm, I'm picking up some feedback from you. Beyond. Okay. Um, hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear you. I can hear you now. Yeah, I can cannot hear, hear me. Hear you. Sorry. Oh, all right. Well, get, we're getting well, ready to. We, we're getting ready to. Uh, get really, really quick. Okay. You want to uh, leave out and come back? Oh, let me see. Uh, I'm missing you. I'm going to come back in. Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, while we're doing that, uh, yeah, it's just me again. All right. So, while we're doing that, we'll talk a little bit about training camp, um, a little bit more about training camp. So, the pads came more finally. I think that's the best way to evaluate your offensive line. Like defensive line is going to have an opportunity to just kind of do their own thing. They're going to be able to use speed and get past the uh, O-linemen. Our O-linemen obviously are not as athletic. So uh, putting the pads on is giving them an opportunity to, you know, kind of level out the playing field. They can use their size and their strength to uh, negate some of that athleticism that they lack. So, uh it's been a mixed bag, man. The offensive lines look good on some days, and they've looked pretty bad on some other days. Uh, but we do have a very good defensive line in Buffalo, so uh, I, it's just a wait and see game, man. My, my, right now, I think my best, like if I had to say anything about the O line, um, I would err on the side of caution. I'm not expecting it to be great. I just need it to be regular. Beyond you back fully, you can hear me now? Yeah, yep. Can you hear me? All right, perfect. Yeah. We're, right, back. we're back. I'll have to figure out why that happened, but <laughs> we'll we'll work out the little details. So right? this is why we do these, yeah. right? So yeah, man. We, this these are these are the first few episodes, man. Like just ask for your patience and you know help us and, and, and grow with us, man. That's it. We're gonna try to we're gonna try to get this thing pushing, man. Get it pushing and getting moving. I talked a little bit about training camp. I talked about the pads. I talked about pads coming on and that 
being kind of an equalizer for the offensive linemen. So, um, mm-hmm. and again, it's a mixed bag, man. I mean, I've heard reports that the offensive line look great some days, and then some days they look god awful. So, um, yep. continuity is only going to be built up by continuing to have reps. They got to continue to play together. They got to continue to do things together, and then they'll build up the chemistry that they need. Um, Absolutely. Another this thing. This is a I big year for. Oh, yep, go for it. Uh, another thing I wanted to bring up about training camp was the return of Demar Hamlin. Uh, I, I know it's not in our notes, but I think it's. I think I think as a Bills fan, you have to. Uh, Make make note and make mention of that. Um, he died on the football field twice last year, and to see him put pads on and come back and play football at the NFL level is amazing. Shout out to him and his courage, his level of courage to his family for supporting him through this decision, for the Bills for continuing to give him an opportunity, which is a big risk, I'm sure. Um, and you know the the Bills training staff that that applied uh, you know first aid medical medical treatment to him on the field, and you know the 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 Cincinnati medical team man that took care of him. Um, I don't want to talk too much about it because it is emotional. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't like to see players get injured, but you know this is was more than just an injury. This was a young man losing his life at 24 years old, being brought back, losing his life again, and then being brought back again. And now he's playing football again. Um, You know, that is huge. And there are so many great people right now that have, that have had a hand in that from when it happened to where we are now. So I just want to take a moment to, you know, appreciate those individuals and Kim Pagula, was back at, at, at training mm-hmm. camp. Um, you know, there was no video. There was none of that. And, I, and I'm glad because, you know, you got to give her time. And, and and this is, you know, we don't want to rush anything where she's concerned. But it, it's just, yep. it's beautiful to have her back, man. It is beautiful to have her back. Yeah, man, I'm sorry. That, to me, this, this makes this season the antithesis of what we had last year. Last year, it was tragedy, 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 tragedy. And we're starting off the season with the 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 correcting action of those tragedies. Now we're having the miracle of Kim Pagula coming back and the miracle of this, of DeMar Hamlin to be able, being able to play football. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it means anything for later, but, you know, things are headed in the right direction for us. You know what? You said it best. I mean, I don't listen. We've heard Dion Doc. We've heard players talk about what Buffalo means to them, right? You know how Dion Dawkins says, "I never want to play for anybody else," and and what it means. And you know, you, you and I both went through nine eleven. We we're from the New York area, right? So, and even a, yeah. I'm not comparing, but what I'm saying is, I don't think people realize the impact that that horrific, heinous white supremacist shooting can have on a place like Buffalo. Like you know, as close knit as people are, right? That I, I don't realize, I don't think, I still think it has an impact now, but I think it's, sp- it spilled right into the season. Right. And it spilled in the training camp. You know, it, it, that was a major, major deal for that area to go, to go through that kind of pain. Right. And you could even see it just in, in an organization. I don't think there were any fake tears shed for that. If you get my drift, right. It, it was real. It was raw. It was emotional. I, we were all feeling it. Right. Then the, then the, the storms and then the Damar Hamlin night. Right. I mean, you remember our spaces that night? I mean, there were prayers going on. We had all fans coming together. No, no arguing whatsoever. Right. It, it said that it takes that kind of, that kind of moment. Right. I mean, I, I remember I couldn't sleep that night because I, we were just so worried about tomorrow. We didn't know if we were going to wake up and hear the worst news possible. Right. What we didn't know if he was going to live. Right. So now he's, he's got a life after football in a way, like, you know, things happen for a reason. Right. DeMar could be a pioneer for CPR and things like that. And I think that's wonderful, right? I think, you know, I, I think whatever you want to say, the right person was picked for that. It, it, it's strange yeah. to say, but I think he's, 
you know, I just love what, what he's been doing and, and just a, just a relationship with the trainers and stuff. It's just, I mean, they're, they're going to be family forever. I mean, they're always going to have that bond. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's, and, you want, you want good to come out of, uh, out of, out of tragedy. You want, mm-hmm. you know, some sort of positive to be able to draw from, from this. And, um, I mean, I'm I'm just gonna put it out there, man. Uh, Buffalo's a very segregated city. Uh, that area up there is very mm-hmm. segregated, uh, mm-hmm. kind of like this country. And you know, it's unfortunate that it takes tragedy to bring us together, bring us across You're right. racial lines. But mm-hmm. um, sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need that yeah. wake up call. Not that. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm saying that you know we wanted this to happen, anything like that. Like I, no, no, it's a tragedy. But Never want to sometimes, see that again. Yeah, right. But sometimes things happen just to wait. Like sometimes things happen, mm-hmm. and and it and it it breaks down well, a certain barrier mm-hmm. that 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 needs to be broken down. And I mean, if you like, even with this podcast right now, you know, mm-hmm. I'm black, you're white, we're Bills fans though, you know, and we're from the same state. Even though you live in California and I'm in Jersey, we're, twi- we're twins. We're twins, We know it. <laughs> that's it, man. That's it. You know what I'm saying? The glasses, the gray beard. I, it's all. It's all. It's in, right. Man. We're both from Jersey. We're Bills fans. We we speak the same language. But no, I, you're right. It's um, it's sad that. It, but yeah, you know, sometimes those tragedies also reinforce to me there's still a lot of good people out there, right? It, it but it also exposes an ugly side too, as we know, right? And, yeah. But as long as we identify that. And as long as most of us do that, then I still have hope for the future that we're, we're heading in the right direction. And in that respect is that I, like what I found in those things is most people were still, you know, their hearts are in the right place. And that's what I, I, I want to see. That's what I hope for the most. You know, you just don't want to see the ugliness. So that's it, that's but it. I, I mean, can this can this franchise go through anything this year? Like if I if I were the coaches, I'd be saying, hey, let's just go through what we went through last year. Right. If we're in our meetings. What do you want to throw at us this year? Try it, right? I mean, try it. What, what, what can, like the result? Just say, listen, we got through that, and we still made the playoffs. Still at thirteen wins, right? What else could really happen this year? Not much. <laughs> There's not a lot left. I'm I'm all tragedied out, man. I'm not, <laughs> I'm all tragedied out. I, I, I don't want. Yeah, I think more. we've we've had enough. enough. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, because yeah, you mentioned that snowstorm. I mean, a lot of a lot of people died in that snowstorm. It was very, very it was bad. Like 40, I mean, it was like forty people, man. Like 40 yes, people. Like, terrible. Nuts. Just awful. Oh. Um, yeah, but uh but... we're we're approaching we're approaching that time. Uh mm-hmm. beyond, thank you again. Let the good people thank know you. where they can find you. Where they can find you. That's right. Absolutely. Say yep. And I, you know, we're going to go forward next week. We will talk about the Bills' first preseason game. Uh, we got the Colts mm-hmm. on Saturday, August 12th at 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Nice little Saturday morning game. I like those, Will. So, oh, wait, that's. We'll have that. No, no, no. Next week, man, we're going to be talking. Yeah, no, next week we're talking about the. Uh, we're going to be talking about the, uh, the, first, the, the Hall of Fame game. Yeah, so we'll talk no, about the right. whole thing game. And, and we'll, we'll kind of preview the, the Colts Bills game. Preview the Colts Bills game. Yeah. There you go. That's yeah. what I meant to say. My, my mistake on that. But the, we'll nah, you good, next bro, time. Good. Next time we get together, we are three days away from a Bills football game. So just just to get you going on that. So right. So we'll absolutely, that. absolutely, absolutely. Um. So yeah. So let the people know where they can find you on Twitter if they want to reach out, yep. man. At Beyond Seven One Six. Okay, and you can find me at Twitter as well. Little Two K. Um, oh, that is loud, isn't it? That's oh. nice, right there. There we go. Yeah, this is this is. We still playing around with this, man. We still figuring out the levels and everything. Is, but yeah, good beta test, though. I think uh, everything's been going yeah, great. I, I, it's gonna get better and better, folks. Every time you come back and and like I said, if you're listening and you wanna even be a guest, if you wanna come on, if you know, we can always discuss things, right? Yeah, we're working on a YouTube. Um, uh, I've been working on a YouTube channel. It's up now. Uh, we are going to start loading the content on there. Uh, you can get to that YouTube channel at Coast to Coast Podcast NJ. Coast to Coast, just like the title, Podcast P O D C A S T NJ. 
you can reach us there like that's where the content's gonna go man and great you know and, we, and we'll, we'll like you said man we'll keep getting better we're, we're gonna keep adding to this to this podcast we're gonna keep adding little things here and there and we're gonna get into the numbers we're gonna do all of that stuff if you know me from twitter you know i get into the numbers i get into the stats i get into the analytics and we're gonna that's bring what we on, do yeah that's it we're gonna bring some heavy hitters up here we're gonna oh, talk yeah. football we're gonna talk ball you know what i'm saying and it's you better believe mostly it. buffalo ball but we're gonna talk about a little bit of everything so that's right ride with us man take this ride with us we appreciate y'all beyond man i will talk to you in the space man all right we'll do man till next week have a good night bro till next you week too, let's man. go all right go, go bills go bills